We're going to talk a lot about Taylor Swift in this episode. I'm we are like, going to talk a lot. I'm not even sorry. Like, I'm not sorry for you if you're listening, okay? You clicked on this episode, and it's probably going to say, like, Perspective of Pop Culture, episode 38, Lindsay's version, Taylor's version, whatever it is. You know, like, I'm so excited to talk about it. It's, been, it's a lot the of one re-recording stuff. I've been, like, waiting for. It's our last story. I, I because I'll, you know, whatever, but. Anyways, anything else you want to tell us about your weekend besides ice spice? No. Ah! Oh my god, Gonzo, what the actual fuck? That was ice. <laughs> I literally hate him so much. No, no, that was so mean. That was so mean. Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Welcome back to another stunning, fabulous, iconic episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I'm Lindsay and this is Justin and maybe I should talk a little bit quieter because it seems as though my co-host is a little bit hungover. You are like screaming right into my ears and yeah, I woke up, you know that like hung, like that when you wake up in the middle of the night hungover and you feel yeah. like your mouth has been hanging open for three days with no water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i woke up like that at like 3 a.m like i was so turned i didn't even plug okay. in my phone my phone was dead it was yeah i want i'm con- i'm concerned that you woke up at 3 a.m with the hangover considering you and jackie facetimed gonzo and i at 1 a.m your time <laughs> Okay, eating a been... cheese burrito i like it... answer the face i'm like are you guys okay it's 1 a.m on a sunday a monday morning yeah first of all it probably wasn't 3 a.m that i woke up so i probably woke up at like 6 a.m in like a panic of like i need water um water. yeah so jackie and i had a very eventful weekend we dj'd and did floor for our last wedding of the year actually no jackie has another one but um, it was a lot of fun. The couple really loved Jackie's floral work. And I, I was no, like, like, I can't get over it. You know how many times I've looked at these photos that Jackie's made? They are stunning. It is insane that she doesn't do it full time because she's so good at it. She's like, this is just my hobby that I excel and leave everyone in the dust at. Okay. <laughs> I know. I think, and I think she would consider doing it full time if it wasn't so manual labor intensive because like bending over and doing these flowers picking up the vases moving shit around like it is extremely labor intensive um yeah but she she would have a team too eventually that's also true she probably she probably should have had a team this time because we were definitely yeah it was a lot to the why yeah so anyway so we did this wedding and together and I was like talking to the photographer. She's like, your guys' like vibe together is like definitely like non-traditional, but like not over the top. And like, I never had heard somebody like categorize Jackie and I both in that same way. And I kind of realized like, yeah, like Jackie's florals isn't like traditional like wedding florals at all, but it's not like super over the top and quirky. Where yeah. and then same with like my music like i'm not playing your traditional like wedding music shit like at all but 
it still like stays within bounds, but like still like some throwbacks, but a little fresh spin on it. And I was like, huh, like maybe this is like what we market ourselves as. Like JLH is like not your mom's wedding, you know? <laughs> was that lame? That was lame. We'll um, brainstorm on the tagline, but I, I like where your head's at. Yeah, it's like a subtle flex that you two yeah. possess. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going to work on it. I will think think it through before you, you make any business cards anytime soon with that tagline. I appreciate it. So, yeah, we did that wedding. Was tired of shit. Didn't get home until, like, midnight, essentially. Um, and then we had Fredigan tickets down in L.A. So, like, we got a hotel in downtown L.A. Where? What venue did you guys go to? It was the Shrine. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's at a I've USC. I've, of course, been to the Shrine. Yeah. <laughs> fucking no sitting yeah i feel like um, the shrine is when i've like i haven't seen anyone like iconic at the shrine but every yeah. single show i've been to at the shrine has been iconic i don't know what the shrine puts in the like air there air, but yeah everyone's lit and the lighting is always really cool like they always put yep. on a good show you know what i'm yeah. saying it doesn't yeah, matter I who say- i see it's definitely like a smaller like artist venue. Like the last person we saw was like Alessa, which also was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so like Jackie and I like dropped the dog off, headed down to LA. We met up with uh, Destiny for her birthday to like do dinner. We had dinner at the Conrad, mm-hmm. you know, because that's where we were staying. Um, yeah, and then Jackie and I decided to get a little turn for this concert. A little. Okay, a lot of turn that resulted. What was your guys's drinks of choice? Because now, when as at the prime age of thirty, yeah, I'm unsure what I'm supposed to drink to get turn because my heart says I just want to drink some wine, but that doesn't necessarily make me exciting, you know? No, we definitely bounced around. So we started out the day at the pool with some sangria. Oh no, no, no. first we had a margarita. Then I went and bought us a bottle of sangria, which was actually really fucking delicious. And I then, love sangria. oh my god! So Jackie and I had this conversation about, you know, like, hey, we just got back from Europe. We should like really tone down our spending and you know get you know get things under control. And then we sit down for dinner, and the first thing Jackie goes is like, "Can we get three glasses of champagne?" Three? Oh, because Destiny was there. Because Destiny was meeting us. Oh, she I wasn't was there like, yet. Jackie just wanted to double fist one. She's like, I know I want this later. And I was like, she didn't even she didn't even open up the menu, didn't even look at the price. She just sat down and said, can I get like three glasses of champagne? I was like, oh, we flexing. All right. I love that. I want to go to dinner with that, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. So we started and then we had champagne. Then we had a drink, a cocktail at dinner. Then we went back to our room, had like the rest of the sangria. And then we went to the shrine and we had like a mixed drink. So we were all You guys over were a little place. messy. You were a little we messy. We were a little messy. Like definitely I was on that borderline of like, if my Uber ride was another five to 10 minutes, I would have been down bad like old Justin. Um, we decided to walk down uh, um, Greek Row, which was very enlightening. We got we got videos of your Greek Row. We, you, you this did is the get best videos. thing about being friends with Justin and Jackie. Here's the thing. Jackie doesn't post on Instagram, and it's highly annoying because I never know what she's doing. But she does take the content. It's not because of the lack of content. She's still taking the content. So I get it, and Gonzo and I get it in our group text. And those are my favorite Jackie videos to receive because she's still documenting everything. She's just not posting it. So I feel like I get like a BTS. Like we have the Patreon version of Jackie's social media. 
Should she start a Patreon subscription base? <laughs> For her friends and family that are like, hello, I'm just trying to see what you do every day. I miss you. I feel closer to you. Absolutely. Fucking, oh my God. I just remember we were down there and I'm sorry. Like, I would rather be in a sorority. The sorority houses look so much nicer. The fraternities were so dingy. Disgusting. Even at USC. Okay. And yeah. I went to LMU. So my sorority... There was no Greek row. There's no houses for LMU sororities. Yeah. But we would get initiated at the USC Pi-Fi house. Interesting. USC Pi-Fi house. Oh, my God. Because we didn't have a place to do the initiation. And, you know, we're sisters. You can go into whatever house. And then also, too, like I've went out in USC a few times and would just say I'm a Pi-Fi because I was. And that's how I would get into, like, the fraternity parties, the frat houses are always disgusting wherever i've been to college parties frat houses gross don't want to go into them like yeah no thank you but at the sorority the pi fi house at usc first of all it was like it looked like it was an anthropology magazine inside like anthropology (laughs) home and i was so jealous like the house mom was dressed so chic and all the rooms were iconic because like from the outside you're correct they're beautiful it looks like they're yeah, on yeah, like yeah. the east coast like they're in connecticut yep. old money homes exactly. and then you walk in and then it feels like an east coast connecticut old money home and you're like what is this yep agreed and it's like so jackie was telling me that some of the nice ones have like um house cleaners that come in and she's like yeah. those ones are like really nice but then like the ones that don't they look nice on the outside, but like the common rooms can be really messy or like especially the bathrooms, like the girls' bathrooms are like out of control. Yeah. I think major- th- I would assume majority of the USC sorority houses have um, cleaners because that's what you're do- – like that's part of where your dues go to. I don't yeah. know where my dues were going for my LMU sorority because we had nothing. <laughs> but I – like if I had a house, if we had a yeah. – house on like a greek row i would assume that that's where majority of my dues are going to yeah i feel like do you think if i like went back in time and i was in college if i applied to be like a house dad is that a thing no that's really depressing what you the only way to get you into the sorority houses to like hang out there would be if you were to be like a big bro to one of the girls from that house yeah Fine, I could be everybody's big brother. That's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. And you could be their sweetheart too. Great. And that would be your like in all the time. Yeah. You just couldn't live well, there, obviously. That's so ridiculous. Carly lived in a, her sorority house in college. And when we would go visit her, I would go with yeah. Ellen. Thank God that I had an ally because the <clears throat> Fresno State sorority and fraternities are fucking wild. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It was just, and Carly held some like p- position of power within her sorority. I don't know what her role was, but she had a powerful position. So all the girls like needed Carly for things all the time, like all the yeah. time. I would be like mid changing, and a girl just like walk in, like Carly, I need the key. Carly, do you know where this is? Like Carly, for some reason, was the house. I don't know what she was at all. Yeah, and we would be asleep. It would be like. Three, four in the morning, and girls just open the door and trying to like, Carly, I don't, I need the key. I wanted to slap a bitch. I was like, get <laughs> out. I am not Carly. Carly's gone. I don't know where Carly is. This is me <laughs> and Ellen. Okay. And we have no idea where the key is. That's and the, the girls most... were like, can you just help us find the key? Like, you would probably know where she, no, I don't know. That's what it's like living in a sorority house. 
That's the most Lindsay and Ellen thing I've ever heard. Like you're back at home while she's out and you have no idea where she is. She was probably with a boy, you know, like I mean, being fun. Clearly. Or yeah. she, or here's the thing, Carly was way more fun than Ellen and I combined in college, okay? She just had yeah. like more of a social life and yeah. Ellen and I were like um 2 a.m. tired. <laughs> Got to go. No shame in the game. Oh, man. So, yeah, we did Greek Row, and then we got back to our hotel, realized we were hungry as shit, immediately ordered Uber Eats burrito, and then Jackie felt the need to call you and update you on our evening. Um, yeah. My biggest I love fail. My biggest fail of the weekend was the fact that I found out that Jackie has no idea who I Spice is. This is actually a huge problem, Justin. Like, I'm a little bit I- concerned I don't know what I'm doing. your qualifications in this role, in this position as co-host of Perspectives of Pop Culture. Clearly, I'm not educating the person closest to me on pop culture. Or like me as a DJ, me as a podcast host. (laughs) All of it is just a fail on my part. Our Uber driver, I could tell, was trying not to laugh so hard because we were just in the back talking about Ice Spice. She's like, yeah, I don't know who that is. I was like, Jackie, shh. How does she not know? Ice Spice has like every trending sound on TikTok. That also true, but like I feel like Jackie is also on like TikTok Taylor Swift, Ice Spice, the drama. Yeah, no, I don't but know. Ice Spice is on one of Taylor's songs. Oh yes, she is because they like and yeah, did a yeah, music yeah. video. They did, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I clearly was Ice Spice not in the Eras tour movie. No, she was. Because she did Wait remember she brought out Ice Spice at one of the one of the shows. You still haven't seen it. No. What are you Don't waiting on? It. What are you? Here's my issue with with the life that I live here on this island is that oh. the good the good movie theaters are all in town, which are like an hour away from me. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that. I would go to a less exciting movie theater in closer to my house, but then I would have no one to go with me. All of the girlies that I know that would want to go with me are all in town and they all want to go to the nice ones in town. And no, no one's making it a priority, even me, and I'm upset about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually kind of disappointed in you, to be totally honest. Okay, well, we're just disappointed in each other, okay, Justin? Let's call it even. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I tried to – look, I look. my no, I'm is upset. coming out. Look. I, I was talking to a coworker at work about Taylor Swift, or I, I opened it with like, oh, I'm not like a Swifty or anything. And one of the coworkers is like, oh my God, like I love Taylor Swift. I showed her Jory's um, videos. She's like, can I be I've, her best friend? I've sent all of my my Swifty friends Jory's um, 1989 party. They're I'm all, jealous. everybody's impressed. They're all yeah. jealous. They're like, I want can the cupcakes. We be, she's like, can we be best friends? And then I, we started talking back and forth about Taylor Swift shit. And then, like, a couple of nurses turned around and were like, Justin, you said you're not a Swifty, yet you know, like, all the gay lore. You know, like, all of her ups and downs. You know the the theories. Well, did you I was say, like, oh, I have a podcast with my co-host is a huge they, Swifty? They all know I have a podcast. And then I was like, guys, like, I have to keep up with this shit now because, you know, it's like the Kardashians. I may not love them, but it's part of my job description now. I listened to a TikTok this past week and i sent it to you guys which i don't even know if you watched it but i sent it to you no. guys oh no you did watch it i think jackie responded to it that the best way to test if a girl is a girl's girl and if you can trust her is to say what do you think about taylor swift if they have a visceral negative reaction 
if uh-huh. you're a girly and you have like a visceral negative reaction to Taylor Swift, I'm sorry, you need to reevaluate. You're not a girl's girl. Because you I cannot think that's like that's a very ta- broad no, statement. Listen, listen. You cannot like Taylor Swift's music, but not without being so negative towards her. Like you couldn't acknowledge, like, I'm not yeah. really into Taylor Swift, but I like she's a an icon, obviously, and like I'm happy for those that like her. Whatever it is. Or like she's really good at what she does. But if someone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate Taylor Swift, she only sings about boys and like breakups and it's depressing. Not a girl's girl. No trust. No trust. Not telling you my secrets. Okay. It's a rule. I think we should all test it. Test it on the girly that you're unsure. Where you're like, mm, you could go either way. Test it. Also, look right, back bet. at the girlies that have been so negative about Taylor Swift and see if you trust them today, to this day. I think it's a good test. And I think it works across all ages. Sure. We're going to talk a lot about Taylor Swift in this episode. I'm we are like, going to talk a lot. I'm not this even just sorry. The like, I'm not sorry for you if you're listening, okay? You clicked on this episode, and it's probably going to say, like... Perspective of pop culture, episode 38, Lindsay's version, Taylor's version, whatever it is. You know, like, I'm so excited to talk about it. It's, my, it's a lot the of one re-recording I've been, like, waiting for. It's our last story. I, I, because I'll, you know, whatever. But anyways, anything else you want to tell us about your weekend besides Ice Spice? No. <laughs> Gonzo, what the actual fuck? That was nice. <laughs> I literally hate him so much. No, no. That was so mean. That was so mean. He's been gone. He wasn't home. He went to go get adjusted because chiropractic team just went too. I'm he's he's not. He's in the doghouse. He's in the doghouse. That scared me because, like, what are you screaming? I thought it was like a bug. No, I thought it was an intruder. I was like, I'm getting kidnapped on film. Thank God Justin's here to witness. No, you can't just say love you after that. Oh, man. That was. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That was great. That was so scary. I didn't even know. I don't, I've never seen that mask in my life. I don't know where he got it. <laughs> I'm waking him up at 3 a.m. when I can't sleep with the mask. Okay, sorry. What were oh we talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we were talking just, about... In that moment, the- do I want you to know? Look at, look at my finger. I was yeah. like playing with my finger and I scratched it because I screamed and now my finger's bleeding. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to slowly get it together. Um, um, what else should we talk about before our trends? No, we should just probably jump into our trends. We should. Okay. I'll jump into mine while you think of one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Shoot. Okay. (sighs) My unofficial trend of the week is um, putting your significant other in their place when they try to scare you. Okay. Second, 
trend of the week, most importantly, this is a fashion PSA for everyone. Yeah. Something everyone yeah. needs in their wardrobe. If you don't have one already, like search for them now. I will, if you need one, send me, I'll send you some links. Cardigans. You need a cardigan. I'm wearing one right now. So cute. Button it. Button your cardigan. Or wear open with a little white tee, but like a chunky cream knit cardigan, a chunky yeah. black cardigan. I personally think the cardigans that button all the way up look more expensive and more chic and are more like in trend on trend for this season than the ones that like start the button lower like under like Mm -hmm. near your boob for lack of a better term um some fabulous places to invest in a cardigan because this is something that's gonna you could have it in your wardrobe for the next 10 to 15 years if you want to invest in some jenny kane j crew the one i'm wearing right now is gap that's pretty cheap. You don't need to invest in that. Um, American Vintage is a great spot. Cezanne, obviously. Justin talked about it last week. James Street Co. All are like, all those places are great options to invest in a good quality cardigan that you will have for longer than just this year, this season. And then yep. obviously like Zara and H&M has a bunch of cute ones. I've got, I got one from Zara um, this last week that's like cropped and really fluffy and cute. Um, obviously, I don't know when I think I'm going to wear that here, but I have it for when I go home for Christmas. You know, somebody the other, like a couple of weeks ago, somebody reached out to me on Instagram and was like, <clears throat> I'm mad about cardigans coming back in style because I feel like for guys, they've kind of come in and out of style. And I actually, like maybe a year or two ago, got rid of like all the cardigans I had because they kind of just weren't really in. And I had this one that I really liked. It was like, multiple different colors it had like kind of geometric patterns on it and like now it would come totally play and i got rid of it i'm really fucking yeah. pissed about it i also think though too you should get just like a a plain like a simple chic cardigan yeah. that you just keep in your wardrobe i have one from zara that's like a cream tan color but it's the ones that like it buttons down halfway or whatever and i'm not gonna lie i don't like it i a friend's dog barely put their paws on me and snagged the entire front of it. So like, yeah. it's barely even wearable now. So I'm a little pissed. Yeah, the Jake. Okay, also so wild. J Crew's comeback this Dude, past year. J Crew right now. I have a shopping cart that's like three hundred dollars, oh. and that's oh, me being like conservative. That's so conservative. Yeah, like <laughs> um, J Crew and Gap. Gap recently oh just God. did a campaign with Elsa Hosk. And I don't know if you guys are as obsessed with Elsa Hosk as I am, but she's one of my fashion icons. I love everything she wears. And it's so good. And if you guys didn't know, a little tidbit, an insider shopaholics tips is that J.Crew, Gap, and Old Navy all have factories. And you can shop them online. So they're like their outlet stores that you can shop online. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to an outlet store. Um, I actually do have a Gap factory and an old navy factory here on island but if you don't want to drive if you're in bakersfield and you don't want to drive all the way out to wherever to hone outlets or you're in la and like going anywhere to to shop is stressful they have them online i i'm glad you brought that up j crew i've been trying to like tell myself i don't need stuff because literally i started following on my instagram that was the first fucking mistake yeah their fall line for men is impeccable like, I do think, though, Justin, that you 
what we should pivot our shopping habits into being is like what I'm going to try to do is like every month instead of buying like multiple items of clothing, like investing in one good quality piece of clothing that I'm going to have for a long time and then thrifting mm-hmm. everything else if I like feel like I need something. That's that's true because I still like I oh how did I not bring this up I thrift I had two great thrift finds this weekend. <gasps> what did you at get? The Trading Post. I got <clears throat> so like it's very similar to this. It's like a Ralph. You went Lauren, to the flea. Um, you went to the Melrose flea market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's not <sighs> nearly as good as it used to be. I just I don't think it recovered after the pandemic. It's like half the amount of vendors. It just and it's really emphasis like. I think I got really turned off because I was going through like the vintage hip hop band tee section mm-hmm. and I saw a notorious B.I.G. tee that Jackie got from Target for like $9. They were selling it for 35 and calling it a vintage hip hop tee. I was. Yeah, these these people are getting out of control with the vintage. Like, it, yeah. how, how are we how are we depicting if it's vintage? I yeah, think we exactly. need to all like reconvene about that one. I would say the Rose Bowl flea market and the Long Beach flea market are my two favorites. Yeah, I need to. I still haven't even made it to the Rose Bowl flea market. You, but they, oh my god, you and Jackie would die know, over the Rose Bowl. If, and anyone that's listening, if you haven't been to the Rose Bowl flea market, like you should make it a priority. It only happens once a month. It's a yep. really fun morning. You should get there early because it gets really hot. Well, actually, you're going into fall. It's probably not yeah, going to get too warm. But just walking around like underneath the sun sucks. Get there in the morning. Furniture, clothes, rugs, decor, artisans. Artisans. Yeah, I like to call them artisans. Um, so, yeah, I went to the or, wow, the Melrose Flea Market or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so the first thing I came up, I've been looking for coveralls for maybe four years now. What are coveralls? Like like jumpsuits? Yes, exactly. Like a jumpsuit. Like coveralls, think like mechanic or like Yeah, not Air like Force. a overall like it's longer sleeve yes like has long sleeves or whatever and i finally found a pair that like wasn't too big where it's like drowning me but it wasn't like super tight and a a green it's like a deep green and it's not super like beat up and worn out and i'm like so fucking excited um found that and then i found a ralph lauren uh linen cream top because like i love all my ralph lauren button-ups but they're way too thick to wear in the summer and so now yeah. I'm a cream, like a linen one, and I'm so pumped. Ralph Lauren does make the best. If you can find a vintage Ralph Lauren polo yep. button up, I have like five of them now in your closet forever. They just yep. get better. Yep, they do. Yeah, they're great. So anyway, uh, J Crew's amazing. Do you have a trend? My trend is. Going to a concert with your significant other, especially like in our 30s, we're hitting that point in our lives where, you know, it takes a lot for us to like put forth that much energy to go out. Mm-hmm. And I think you need it every once in a while, you know, like it's go sweet. to a concert, one of your like favorite artists and just like have like Jack and I were up on the top floor just dancing around like nobody's watching. And it was amazing. Cute. Highly recommend making that a priority that's my trend love that i actually was just watching um tiktoks obviously and one came up from jay shetty and he was talking about how most couples just like all that they do together really or they share with each other is watching tv yeah and like you can only you can watch 200 hours of tv with someone and not like really feel any emotionally closer to them 
So it's yep. important to do all these other activities, try new things, go to concerts that you, uh, of people that you both like. And Gonzo and I were like, oh, we should um, prioritize that. Because every Monday through Friday, Gonzo and I are we're watching TV at night. You know? Yep. I agree. Totally agree. So that's my trend. Oh, I didn't um, color coordinate our stories today. Sorry. So. Oh, oh, I'll do that right now. But do you want to start with the first one? Yeah, I will. This one's I like I think. Where was I? Oh, I was at the wedding when I came across this. Like it was like during the time they were like I was eating dinner. So I was like taking a little break. I had like a already made like set list playing for a little bit just to give me some relief to sit down. And I came across yeah. that like Matthew Perry had passed away, which was like extremely sad. Like initial reports were like, oh, he just drowned. He was in his hot tub. <clears throat> I guess officially he had a heart attack that, you know, caused him to probably pass out in the hot tub mm. and then he subsequently drowned it of course this is like people are asking it was you know substances involved because he did have that history and i guess he had just recently done an interview where he was giving like a lot of insight on like struggles like internal struggles and like letting people know that you're not the only one struggling with this and like you know people like yeah myself he did also that with diane sawyer interview two years ago when his book came out mm -hmm. yeah exactly so it's really sad everybody's been posting about friends i I'll be honest, I've never been a friends person, like, ever. That's scarier than Gonzo scaring me right now. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I could never, I never got into it. I've tried. I think you should times. try again. I think you try, and you need to, like, actually sit and watch it. The dialogue is yeah. so good. And it's just, like, what I wish my life looked like. Six yeah. besties just going, meeting at the coffee shop multiple times a day, all day, every day, hanging out yep. with each other, like, that sounds great in their cool new york apartment that Living i mean across the, the hall that it sounds amazing i don't know i just never really got invested but you know what i sure i will try it out for matthew everybody's perry. obsessed with it for matthew perry and supposedly like lisa kudrow is going to adopt his dog which is really nice wow that's so nice i did not see that yeah Ugh. I am a huge Friends girly. I've been watching yeah. Friends since as long as I can remember. My mom watched it when it was on live like every single week. As I said before, we're, we were a sitcom home. We were not a movie home. And mm -hmm. I've seen every Friends episode 27 times. And Chandler Bing is one of the best characters to have ever existed on my television screen. He was so funny. He was so good. He was so beloved by the entire cast. I mm -hmm. obviously, like, I keep on shamelessly, maybe not shamelessly, shamefully checking to see, like, when Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox and mm -hmm. Lisa Kudrow, like, and um, what's his name, Matt LeBlanc and David Schwimmer, like, all make their tributes to him just because I know they're, they were always close as a cast and they continued to mm -hmm. be close throughout their entire lives. And I know this is going to be a huge lost to all of them and i don't know yeah. if you you probably didn't watch it you should watch the friends reunion episode actually um because you don't really need to know a lot about friends but it's just like they shared a lot of the behind the scenes of their personal dynamics and yeah. matthew perry indulged that he was like in love with jennifer aniston and the jennifer oh. aniston was like it for him and did you know matthew perry also dated julia roberts I did not know that. He dated her and he ended up – he wrote about it a lot <clears throat> in his book. And he ended up 
breaking up with her because he was like, I every single day I was so insecure. I just was thinking that every fax that came through from her was a breakup letter that I just like couldn't handle it anymore. And I I just like did it before she could, but she it wasn't like she was ever trying to. He just was so insecure that because like back in the day, a TV star and a movie star were very different things. You know, like mm-hmm. a TV star yeah. was like low level, and movie stars yeah. were really big. And Julia Roberts was like huge, huge, stunning massive. America's sweetheart movie yep. star. So he just couldn't believe that he was dating her in general. Um, that he ended up breaking up with her just because of his own insecurities. And he was like, "I'll never forget the look of confusion on her face when like this somely TV." St- sitcom star was like breaking up with this huge movie star she was just mm-hmm. like are you serious but that's crazy he just had such an interesting life and he really took his um issues with addiction into his own hands and took responsibility for it and helped a lot of people and he died way too soon this one was really sad for me oh, he was 54 he was 54 um so i they did defer. I don't know if you saw this. They deferred the autopsy results. So we don't know what the autopsy said. And that's just because they're saying they need to do like further investigation, further testing. Um, mm-hmm. But th- they didn't suspect any foul play. But he was on like prescription medications. It doesn't matter. He had yeah, yeah. cardiac arrest and he drowned and his assistant found him and they released mm-hmm. the 911 call. I don't know why I listened to that. It's just so sad. Oh, definitely have not. Mm. I'm good. Yeah, I wouldn't advise anyone to listen to it. It's just – I first of all, 911 calls is, like, the scariest call to listen to. It's so creepy. Like, every single one of them could be in a scary movie and make me not sleep for 17 years. So I wouldn't advise ever listening to a 911 call. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Rest in so. peace, Matthew Perry. I love you so much. I'm so sad. Yeah. Did you see all of the um, fans that were leaving flowers and notes at the corner York. of in New York where like their mm-hmm. apartment was? And yeah, I, like the one thing that's going viral is the card that said the one where we lost a friend because every yeah. single episode was like the one where mm-hmm. we got a chicken, the one where Chandler got his head stuck in a turkey. Like it was all like yeah, like yeah. that. So yeah. that just for some reason made me so emotional when i saw that see and i didn't even get that reference because i didn't i never watched all the episode titles were the one where and so the one where we lost a friend devastating heartbroken tears yeah damn i know sucks but everyone has only said the nicest things about him that he was so sweet so loving so kind so caring and -hmm. that he just had his own inner demons and everyone just wanted him to be okay and yeah. he never like he would never was like canceled like nothing crazy ever came out about him yeah. he was always very respectful and that's just so yeah rare makes it so rare and makes it even more heartbreaking that he didn't get like his happily ever after you know like with his you know anyways next story um this next one is of course i don't um kim k is like she is one of those people who she is a great business person. Yes. She utilizes her connections and makes these huge deals. Like, first of all, earlier in the week, she came out with skims with nipples. Like, 
Oh, yeah. Okay, what should we talk about first? The nipples or the NBA? We got to talk about the nipples because that came okay. out first. She released the, they're like camis, but they like, it's, it reminds me of like no, it's a Batman bra. and it's a Robin. Bra. Oh, it's a push up bra. Well, it's like, yeah. it reminds me of Batman and Robin, how their costumes on the movie had like hard plastic nipples and everybody thought it was fucking yes. weird. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's the male version of this. Yeah. She the promo video for the nipple bra was Hilarious. one of the most iconic things I've ever seen on it the internet. Great. Like she really went there. She's like, "You guys sexualize me, anyways. Like, let's just go for it." Yeah. And it was so good. And um, you know, it's getting fifty fifty reviews. When I not gonna lie, when I first saw it, I thought this is it's not April. Like this is has to be an April Fool's joke. But yeah. She's serious. And now I'm coming around to the idea. I'm like, do I need to order a nipple bra? Like, I don't know. I, I don't but wear like, I don't wear bras, so it's so hard to say. Ex- explain to me this. Like, what is the purpose of like giving the appearance of a hard nipple? Like, well, why is that a thing? Is that a look? I think it's yeah, I think it's the the option to have it. Some women uh-huh. feel very sexy when their nipple's showing, but if you have big mm-hmm. boobs, you can't go braless. Like yeah. It's just, it doesn't work. So, yeah. and then it's like, oh, the nipple thing is only reserved for girls with in the itty bitty titty committee that I'm proudly a part of. It's like, that's yeah. not fair. So yeah. she made this bra. And I don't know if you guys know this. I did not know this, but Victoria's Secret had a nipple bra like over a decade ago that they sold too. So it was like always an option. It just yeah. had gone out. Um, Interesting. I don't know. The way that this article wrote it is probably like the best way to describe what I'm trying to say, but it's just what the nipple bra will actually do is provide women with more options. Something something we've simply not had enough of in the past. The release doesn't suggest that every woman needs her nipples visible, nor does it suggest that they all need to be covered, but instead adds another option to our growing list of whatever your desire may be. You know, like those triangle wow. bras are like into it's just giving you an option correct. of how to I know. It's giving you just like the option of how you would like, you know, your boobs to look. Interesting. So should I buy, you know, Jackie a pair for Christmas? Yeah, I think you should. Because that's just never, it'll never be an option for Jackie to have, she she's has to wear a bra. She, she does. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. And what I liked most about this is that she, in the video, she was like, I'm not a scientist, but like climate change, you know, whatever. And ten yeah, percent yeah. of the sales from the ultimate nipple bra will be donated to one percent for the planet, a global network with thousands of businesses and environmental organizations working together to support people on the planet. Genius. I love that. She is a she she's great business person. Like you can say what you want about them and their family and their, you know, body image, whatever. Like she knows she knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, if if there's one thing that I rant at to Gonzo probably once a month is that people are way too harsh on the Kardashians and act as though they she's like Kim Kardashian still only famous because of a sex tape like lol you put out a sex tape and try to see if you've come even close to her success lol I hate that's another that's another thing that's another way you'll know if it's a girl's girl or not ask them what they think about Kim Kardashian if they say oh she's just famous because of a sex tape not a girl no I don't I don't think that's a good I'm saying it I'm saying it that's not a good test. The Taylor Swift one, I'll let you slide by that with that test. The I Kim K one, like, agree to disagree. Anyway, like, do you support the, women? Th- not the same thing. I think so. <laughs> You've gone too far. 
I could go further. I'm sure you can. I'm so sure. Anyway, Kim K continued to make news later on in the week when she posted on her Instagram, her and the commissioner of the NBA and WNBA, um, that she is officially partnered as both of the league's like official underwear, which like and USA basketball and USA basketball. Like, I'm sorry, like to I don't even like th- that's never been a thing. Like Fruit of the Loom was never yeah. <laughs> no or Hanes was, like, was never the official underwear of any sport whatsoever. Never. And I literally had to ask on this like, has there been official underwear sponsors in the past? He's like. No, because I was like, oh, no. maybe this is something like Calvin Klein's done. Exactly. Fruit of the Never. Loom. No. No. Nope. She just was like, so, oh, I'll create this category for myself. Wait a minute. So does that mean like every player in the NBA? So like LeBron to Steph they Curry has yeah, to work? They, they don't have to, but they all get free skims. You know, like how they all get Adidas gear. Mm. If they're like Adidas athlete or a Nike athlete, they're all yeah, going to yeah, get yeah, skims yeah. gear. So all the athletes are always going to be rocking skims, skims, the the new T-shirts, the underwear, whatever she comes out with for them. They're going to they're going to receive it. She is. I don't know. Has she made billionaire status yet? Oh, yeah. She's been a billionaire status, I think, for multiple years. But people like to argue if that's accurate or not. Oh, well, with this deal. Actually, I don't know if she's hit billionaire. I know Kylie did. And yeah, Kylie very upset about that. Yeah. So maybe so yeah maybe not kim maybe this will make her hmm. genius genius Absolutely genius also i want to know like there are thousands of kardashian businesses that have come in mm-hmm. and out in and out in and yep. out and they they just kept on opening these businesses and starting these brands until one really stuck for each of them and I think that's just like a good life lesson for us all. Like, it's okay if you start something and it doesn't last. Just keep starting stuff until something sticks. That's 100% true. Like, try something out. If it doesn't, just like, give it, it. A, give it a good, honest try. You know, try for six months, a year, whatever. And if you get yeah. to the end of it and it's like, it's like not bringing you joy or it's causing you more stress all of a sudden, let it go and be okay with letting it go. I feel like sometimes we get into this thing of like, we started something, we feel like we need to finish it and we feel ashamed of like stepping back or quitting. But it's like, don't yeah. look at it as quitting. Like you tried it, you demoed it and it wasn't for you. Like it's like a Costco return. You can return it whenever you want. It doesn't matter how long you've had it. Yes. And when you return it, it doesn't mean that you're returning all of the lessons that you've learned along the way of creating no. that venture, that you know, thing. that you're going to take exactly. it to your next one. Exactly. Wow, so. just we're so inspirational. Should we change that our Costco category analogy, inspiration? Oh, my God. That Costco analogy is going to go down in history. That was good. It is. We'll clip that for a reel for sure. Stick it on the page. By the way, did you see our last reel? Like, did pretty well with the military draft one? I knew that one was because it was kind of like a touchy, like, very, like, poignant subject. I was like, that one's going to get a lot of views. So, like, yeah, that was expected. So. I love it. Taylor Swift and women in the in the military. Just really, really killing it for us. okay speaking this next story is really crazy to me and i'm just like there's no way that this girly did this by accident no and it's like why is why is everything only coming from barstool sports is my question well i've okay i've seen everywhere now that i've continued but you're probably getting the target of the barstool sports because that's just like more your demographic they'll target you um okay 
Travis Kelsey's publicist under fire for controversial Taylor Swift post. I'm sure if you're a Swiftie, you've seen this. If you haven't, Travis Kelsey's publicist, Pia Malihi, she, it was her birthday yesterday or Saturday. And she, you know, as the girlies do, all you post for your friend's birthday and then you repost the tributes. Um, I st- We all do doing. it. We all do it. Um, and it makes sense, of course. No one's, that's not the issue. One of her friends made this like huge collage of photos of Pia and her. And then in the center, the main center biggest photo on the page did put the photo of Pia behind Taylor Swift, which yeah. was like the when Taylor like first went to a Chiefs game. And she put yeah. a clown emoji over Taylor's face. Huh. First of all, if you're doing a tribute to your friend, you wouldn't typically put a photo of her in the like background. not as a sinner. Yeah, she's like in the background on her phone. She's not even looking at like it's not a great photo of her either. It's and just it's like, like her looking down at the ground. There was a bunch like, of other stunning photos that could have been the center photo and that could have been exactly. just a side one. But she yeah. that it was like intentional that Strategic. it was the center photo and it was intentional that there was a clown emoji on her face. You cannot convince me otherwise. Pia yeah. is obviously being like, it was an accident. Like, I didn't even realize. And Pia is trying to claim that someone on her team just reposted and didn't catch it. Pia, you have 4,000 followers on Instagram. Why do you need a social media manager for your that's personal that's, Instagram? That's, don't judge her. No, that's a lie. That's, oh, you're just trying to, like, backtrack. Oh, my my team did that. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah. have a team. You're an employee. You're someone else's team. You don't have a team. Yeah. You're the publicist. It's just insane that you would think that that's a normal thing to repost with such high profile. You know, hello, you've already seen. First of all, Taylor Swift has gotten Travis Kelsey more publicity than Pia ever has in her lifetime. Okay? Of her years of dedicated work towards Travis. So why are you trying to bite the hand that feeds you this on a silver fucking platter good publicity? Yeah. It makes no sense. Dumont... If you guys don't know what Dumois is, it's like a um, anonymous celebrity gossip site. And yeah. Dumois is saying that reporting that Travis um, isn't planning on firing Pia, except I feel as though that this is a fireable offense. Yeah. For sure. Um, I would, I'm sure Taylor's like unfazed because she's like, who's Pia? You know, she probably is unaware. But it just goes to show, you know, Travis's star is rising because of Taylor, because Taylor put him on the map. Don't fight with me. And he just needs to maybe up-level his PR team now because he has much more eyes on him than he did previously. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't explain, you didn't go into the whole clown emoji and what people were saying. Like the theory is, is that she was trying to make a comment on Taylor being a clown because they're, the theory is that their relationship is all for publicity. And that Pia sits there and talks shit about her. Again, to a fireable offense. A fireable offense. Yeah. For, her, so, for Pia to go around being like, oh, they're just publicity. That's, yeah. that's so against your so, job. Do you not understand supposedly, what your job is? Supposedly, she was the, she had done like some PR stunt with like two other people. I'm really confused. I'm, please, genuinely, like, someone try to explain this to me. Why anyone thinks Taylor Swift needs more publicity? I think she has it. I don't think she needs to be linked to this little football player to get more. I think Taylor Swift could have publicity. Taylor Swift could walk outside and sneeze into a tissue and hand it to a fan, and it would make headline news. 
understand what publicity you think Travis is bringing to Taylor. It is so annoying to me. I mean, please try oh to explain God. it to me. She could do anything. She could literally like... stomp on a piece of paper out on the New York street and someone would chase to go get that paper and sell it. She doesn't need publicity. I feel like Lindsay is going for people's heads this episode. Like she's straight calling out people left and right. I just think we need to be a little bit more transparent. And we need Got to get it. to the root of the issue of why you think this is for publicity. Why is it triggering you this much that you need to stand on this? You know why it's triggering me this much? Because I love Taylor Swift. And I, I'm an apologist for that. her. I will tell you my I, trigger. I just need to know yours. So we're even. So if you don't like Taylor Swift or you think that Kim K is only famous because of a sex tape, Lindsay's coming for you. I just want to have a conversation. I just, I just, I just know that there's more to the story, and it's not about Taylor or Kim K. It's about you, sister. Okay, let's move on. let's fucking move on. Oh my god! All right, so this weekend it was Halloween weekend, and um, this was the first weekend Jackie and I didn't like plan outfits ahead of time or anything. And actually, leading up to the concert last night, I was getting really stressed about not being dressed up. I was like. Everybody there is going to be in Halloween costumes. Were thank they? God, thank God we did not dress up. Nobody was in a Halloween costume. Like one person, that's it. Not one person, but like very, very few people were dressed up in Halloween costumes. I wouldn't so, have assumed that they would. I don't know why I thought that. But anyway, um, all the celebs were out this weekend with their Halloween costumes. And I'm not going to lie. Some of these were like absolutely amazing. Some were kind of eh. What were some of your favorites? Well, the weekend, we haven't seen the weekend. The weekend usually comes out with something really good, like with like prosthetics and stuff Where's like that. Where's Kylie? Yeah. Like Where's Kylie Kim? hasn't done it. They nothing. always do a big thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like in the years prior, maybe like the past three years, people, yeah. the celebrities especially, obviously, have made Halloween so serious and that they yeah. take like professional studio quality photos at home. To post to their Instagram and they do like yeah. 16 different costumes and it's like, oh, did you leave your house in that or did you just dress up and have a photo shoot? Which, trust me, I love dressing up and having a photo shoot, so I'm <laughs> not judging on that front. But this year, yeah. it didn't seem that that was still happening, that um, we didn't get those types of photos like I was anticipating we would. We did yeah, for no. some celebs, like Meg the Stallion as the flower from Alice in Wonderland. She did a full photo shoot she did yeah, yeah. obviously ice spice is betty boop the the costume that started the conversation of ice spice that opened jackie's eyes um, <laughs> and paris hilton as britney from the toxic video was one of my favorites lizzo did too elvira and tina turner but yeah. my absolute favorite cream of the crop top for sure is courtney kardashian justice kim kardashian from her very first met in the floral dress that she got so criticized for and courtney was like i'll wear that because she's pregnant because kim was pregnant yeah. on that met carpet yeah. and i thought that was iconic especially since they've been feuding and it's so public that their feud is yeah. their feud is so public that i loved that she wore that just she's it basically was just like you guys were sisters come on like we're gonna get over it yeah no yeah. they that was definitely probably one of my favorites i one of my uh some other ones like megan fox and machine gun kelly did like two kill bill characters which was really good a lot um, of people did Kill Bill. I saw Kill Bill a million times. What is Kill Bill? Yeah. What? 
I have no idea. I'm like, who are you? And then I just keep on seeing so-and-so is Kill Bill. And so many people were Kill Bill, like, on my TikTok, on my Instagram, like, random people. You do know it's like a movie series, right? I realize that it's a movie, but I've never seen it. And I don't – I didn't know it was having such a phenomenon right now because I've never seen this many – it's an Uma Thurman, Uma Thurman movie. It's very violent, so that's probably why you've never seen it. Oh, absolutely! It's like not. take me off. It's like the a list. kung fu like violent movie. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all bloody. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I um, don't like that. wow. Anyway, uh, Sarah Highland and Wes or Wells, they dressed Wells. up as ketchup and seemingly ranch. Stop! I need to you go look at that. Seen this? No, oh I'm telling God. you, it's I feel so... like I didn't get like Halloween content like I usually. I'm do. sending you this right now. It is fucking great, and um, so that's a reference to uh, Taylor Swift when all the cover was happening of her at the game. Um, one of the reports was like, "Oh, it seems as though she likes her chicken nuggets with ketchup and seemingly ranch." Like, what the fuck and does seemingly, seemingly ranch, ranch mean? That's amazing. And where did she get this printed up and <laughs> designed? I'm obsessed. That's it was so fucking funny. Great. Um, another one that Courtney and Travis did. They did Beetlejuice and the um, other mm-hmm. character. Um, that was also really good. Um, but I think. You know, one of the oh, Bam Bam and Pebbles from Haley and Justin. I like very that. fucking cute. That was cute. But I honestly think probably one of my top favorite costumes from this year, because it was an iconic throwback, was Grace as Princess Mia from the Princess oh, Diaries. Yeah, we're big fans of Grace's Halloween costume. She always recreates, and she always kind of looks like the whoever she's recreating. Yes. So it's crazy when you see Grace. By the way, is my college bestie and an icon, and she was yeah Princess Diaries. So good. It was so great. I know. Um, somebody else. Somebody else I know here locally in Santa Barbara dressed up as uh, Haley Bieber and Justin. That one. Photo Everyone of, did like, that the red dress and like he's in like the hoodie with yes. his zipped clothes or that whatever. was probably what i saw the most of i saw the most Haley bieber justin bieber at the road strawberry glaze event which by the way such great press for her road lip tide, you know and lots of um victoria and david beckham from their wedding yep. in the purple and then lots of barbie obviously yeah but Barbie was everywhere i just the kill bill came out of left field for me oh i also really liked kendall jenner did marilyn monroe but like a very like toned down, like classic version yeah, where yeah. she was in like that one iconic Marilyn Monroe photo where she's in like a long sleeve black shirt and like little white chonies and white tights. I don't and think I saw that one. She looked really good. And it was just like relaxed. Yeah. But still stunning because Kendall's the most stunning person on this planet. Huh. I had not, and I had she not was seen wearing a triangle bra. Oh, I see. I remember this photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that was really cute. I like it. Yeah, so cute. So yeah, I'm still waiting and because okay. Oh, I wanted to know. So there's like two huge Halloween parties in LA that people go to, and the mm-hmm. where all the celebrities go. And the one was the Casamigas party. Casamigo, sorry. Yes. Um, that's where we got our first round of celebrity Halloween costumes, and then. Kendall Jenner threw her first ever Halloween party 818 event. And that's where, like, we got mm. everyone else on Saturday yeah, yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. Happy for her. 
I'm sure she had a lot of anxiety planning that Halloween party. Absolutely. Okay, final story. And I'm, I'm going to keep it so brief, I promise. Not promise, because I have so much to say. Taylor Swift breaks Spotify record for most streamed album in a single day with 1989 Taylor's version, as she should, because it's the best album and the best re-recording we've gotten so far. I um, gave Justin homework and asked him to listen to the vault tracks. Did you listen to them? I did listen to the vault tracks. One time or one, two times? Like one and a half. Mm, I don't know if you can have an opinion then. All right. So, yes, I did watch or listen to the new Taylor Swift 1989. I had a couple of realizations. So somebody else that we talk to a lot about Taylor Swift is one of our number one fans, Tosh, out in New York. And I realized she made a, she made a comment that 1989 came out when she moved to New York. And like the first song is like, welcome to New York. And I was like, no wonder yeah. this girl's like madly obsessed and so more and more i realize why women are obsessed with taylor swift is because she put out songs that really related to people and so for like taylor and like or tosh and moving to new york for the first time and hearing the song welcome to new york like i totally get why people are so obsessed with her as yeah. for my favorite like vaulted songs slut and the bad blood with kendrick but that's just because it was kendrick just those two okay interestingly enough Slut is my four out of five of my favorites. Okay. 1989 was the best album she's ever created and is still continues to be the best album, in my humble opinion, that yeah. I am obsessed with. Because, again, everything that she wrote during that time could relate to me in some way or another. You Like, literally, I could go through each song and give you a reason as to why, besides Welcome to New York. That was the only one that obviously I was like, oh, Welcome to New York, LOL. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I always skip over that one, too. Sorry, it's not my favorite. Um, as far as the vault tracks, my number one absolute favorite vault track is Now That We Don't Talk. Oh, my God, such a pop. Mm. It is so good. The big, Like, I called my mom. She said that it was for the best. Like, so good. Now that we don't talk, like, just you have new icons. You're trying different lives on. Like, so every single lyric is so good. I'm obsessed. Wait a minute. With Vaulted means she's never Vault. released it before? Yeah, it's Vault. never been released. So how do you know these lyrics already and they she just released this, like, less than a week ago? Um, You can ask my husband. It's all I've listened to for the past four days in a row and I've already listened Got to the it. album three times through this morning and I've listened to all the vault songs before we started recording. So, um, and I listened to, at, so the album was released 6 PM my time Thursday night because it comes out at midnight East coast. Yep. So that yep. for me, that's 6 PM. So at 6 PM I sat down and I told Gonzo to shut up and I need to listen to every single song. And Gonzo was like, you're getting so aggressive over this. I was like, like I am, I feel aggressive. I feel like I need everyone to stop talking so I can listen like seriously. Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. So good. So yes, I know all the words to now that we don't talk and is it over now and almost all the words to suburban legends. So those are my top three favorite ones. Yeah. Slut and say don't go wasn't my weren't my favorites, but maybe I just need to listen to them more. Usually that's the issue is that I just haven't listened to them enough. But now that we don't talk and is it over now? My favorites like by far so good. Um, sadly, I didn't realize this. I didn't realize that 1989 was 
her Harry Styles dating era. And all the vault songs are about Harry Styles. So she goes, so in Is It Over Now, she talks about like blood on the snow, references her and Harry got into a snowmobile accident and he got like 20 stitches underneath his chin and i don't know if you've heard the other song he goes 20 stitches in the hospital room that's what she references that that's an out of the woods okay then she references the blood on the snow she references blue dress on a boat there's an iconic photo of taylor it's so dramatic it looks like it should be the cover of like a depressing romance novel like teen Uh romance novel she's sitting on a boat in a blue dress, literally just like this with her sunglasses on. And her and Harry Styles went to like the B- British islands for vacay. And they yeah. ended up um, – they broke up. Something happened. And she left the vacation early. Blue dress on – and sh- that was the paparazzi got that photo of her leaving the vacation of when they broke up. Yeah. So that whole song was about Harry Styles. It's just sad to see that like her and Harry – that there was like this much pain over Harry. I did not realize – that she was like actually in love with him. I thought they were just like LOLing, fucking around, but no, this was serious. And we've seen Taylor and Harry interact at two award shows in recent times, one in 2021 and one just recently in 2023. And that's why everyone, I was hoping, praying, wishing that Harry Styles would be featured on Style because that's a song about him. We never go out of style. That's a song also too that I like would listen to when I started dating gonzo like that was my song so i was just like thinking harry styles would like maybe possibly hopefully be on it but he's not but we think there's going to be a double album and they're all going to be collabs because i think selena gomez is going to be on it i think harry styles haim um and matt healy but yeah i'm so excited about this album and i will be listening to it till the end of time i would love to hear what all of your guys's favorite vault songs are I just love her so much. Um, A little side story that literally just broke an hour before Justin and I started recording is that this headline came out. Selena Gomez concerned Taylor Swift is moving too fast with Travis Kelsey. Source. So, you know, it's like one of those articles. Source says Selena feels this way, but like Taylor and Selena aren't fighting about it. Everything's fine. Um, I don't like have any issue with that. I think if you're a close friend of any girly who you've watched go through some heartbreaks and you've been by their side for a long time and then they move really quickly with someone, you get a little bit nervous for them because you care about them so much. So I don't see any like red flags with this. I just see like it just proves that they have a real friendship and, you know, they still – they were just seen together going to dinner. Like there's no animosity between Selena and Taylor and the article even stated like Selena's not – Selena says that they're great together. Her and Travis are great together, but she's just not used to seeing Taylor be so public with the relationship because Taylor's relationship with Joe, they had like maybe a total of like 12 paparazzi photos and they were hiding in all of them. Yeah. But everyone's now thinking that that was more like a Joe privacy issue and not a Taylor. And Taylor has like very openly said in interviews prior, like whoever's going to be with me just has to be used to like getting photographed. Like that's, I live in a fishbowl. Like that's just what's going to happen. And, um, I just like don't focus on that, but some people like it really affects, and that's what she was talking about with Joe. So maybe she just feels really comfortable because Travis isn't making a big deal, and so she's not making a big deal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are really truly saying that like Taylor's met her match. This seems like he's going to be the one, and 
honestly, she's 33. Like, I feel like when you get a little bit older too and you meet someone that you click with, things do progress a little bit quicker because you're more sure of who you are, what you want, and what you like. Absolutely. It's like you you become more comfortable and you like go after those things and you're not afraid to do it. So Yeah. And you've had the lessons of things that you don't like or people you wouldn't want to date that when you find someone that you do want to date and you take it public, like it's for good reason and it yep. is serious. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. I think I was pretty brief on Taylor. I mean, most of our episode was Taylor, but yeah, let's move on. Okay. Did you have you watched anything on TV recently that you want to discuss? No, I mean Gen V is going into the season finale this week. Um, we've already talked about it. We've talked a little bit about the morning show and the Kardashian episode. This last one wasn't like that crazy. Yeah, like, I can't I, even remember what happened. Like I think that Scott Disick should like probably not be popping wheelies on a motorcycle with his back already messed up. Like, was this the episode where they they looked for? They did the, like, dating stuff for Scott? No, that was an episode before. Okay. What was this one then? What what was the storyline? The oh. uh, It was, like, after um, uh, Chloe had asked mom about her cheating situation. Like, that was, like, the opening. Yeah. And then it was mainly about True's birthday and um, what's-his-name moving out and all that shit. So... Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a boring episode. So I don't really have like any hot no. takes on it. It was pretty, you know, cut Very and dry. Mid. Yep. Um, something that I have been watching that the f- second part of the reunions coming out this week is Real Housewives of New York, the new cast. This is the mm-hmm. first season with a new cast. I stopped watching the Real Housewives of New York prior seasons, maybe like honestly eight years ago. Mm-hmm. That I don't know anything that really happened in the past eight years, but Everyone told me that I would like this new cast and that I should try it, like multiple of my friends. So I've tried it. I I do like it. I like this new group. Um, Interesting. I really like – I really like all of them. Sometimes they – one will do something that I'm like, are you an idiot? But they're all – you can tell that they're trying to be nicer to one another than Housewives prior you know, yeah. like they're really trying to so like I watched the first part of this reunion. I thought this was so interesting before they started Uba, which is this stunning supermodel woman, like perfect angel woman who's says things out of left field all the time where you're like, Uba, like, are you OK? I would not want to cross Uba like Uba scares me like Uba probably would be in my nightmares as like the beautiful angel nightmare of mine you know but she's stunning but before they started she was like before we start like i love you all i like i love all of your friendships and i like everything that we say is just to like get things out in the open but like i love you all we're all gonna be okay and everyone was like love you they all said love you to each other before they started and i thought that was like really nice because a lot of these bravo reunions is all about tearing each other down and like being so dramatic attacking and it was just really refreshing Yes, attacking each other. It was really refreshing to see a moment for the women to all come together and be like, love you and like use this as a time to like actually talk things through rather than just yell at each other. Yeah. Um, My favorite housewives to watch on my screen is definitely Bryn. She's nuts, except she did do this crazy thing at her front, like at one of the other housewives, 10 year, no, yeah, 10 year, like, anniversary party they were renewing their vows she said to her friend's husband who's it's his anniversary party and 
the friend is also a housewife, Aaron, mm-hmm. says to Aaron's husband, oh, well, when let me know when you want to get a divorce. Like, I'm available. That's um, out of pocket. I would be pissed. And then she was like, it was a joke. Why are you taking it so seriously? Like every And all the other housewives were like, it was a joke, Aaron. That's not funny. That's not. I don't no. think that's funny. I think that's rude. Wow. But see, I've never been into those kind of shows for that exact reason. Yeah. No, I've yeah, I agree. I but I've been loving this new cast. Jenna Lyons is on this new cast and Jenna Lyons mm-hmm. used to be the creative director for J Crew like for an eternity. Interesting. Um she's just an icon like in the fashion yeah. world. She's very like she's a who's who in the mm-hmm. fashion world. Like she's very high up in in that regard and She's she was very vulnerable this first season, but she never contributed to any drama. She definitely got off like you could tell the girls sucked after her the whole season because she has the most status like outside of the show. And mm-hmm. you know, in New York, status is so important Everything. like that. Yeah. So um she was really it was really cool to watch her. She, her closet. Oh my god. <laughs> it is my dream. Like so good. So, anyways. If you guys haven't watched it or you were so burnt out by the last cast, this was a really nice breath of fresh air. I liked this whole cast. They literally took out all the old people and put in fresh new people. Nice. Yeah. Does that do it for TV? That does it for TV. Sports. Let's finish it up with just a little bit of sports. And to be honest, like I didn't have anything for sports until you put this on here. Well, great. I um, obviously went to our resident sports newscaster, Gonzalo Pinheiro, and he gave me these stories. And actually, I want to check really fast. Um, so I'll start with the other story first to make sure. Okay. Oh, no, he did. He did. Okay. Messi won for the eighth year in a row the B- Ballon d'Or Ballon d'Or 2023, which is which- the golden ball – and the award for the top football player of the year, top soccer player of the year Damn. in the world. This is his eighth time winning this award. Eighth. That's more. So when I first wrote these down, it hadn't been announced. Like it was literally announced 14 minutes ago that yeah. he won it. Um, and he had seven before this. Even no one's ever even come close to winning seven of these. So he's now won eight. That's insane. He's obviously the goat yeah clearly and he won his first balloon dior 14 years ago after just five years in his into his professional career so you know congrats messi we knew you could do it we knew it was you <laughs> uh so he's like pretty much like the mvp of like all soccer everywhere all soccer in the world he got the golden the golden ball the award that the highest award you can get within football Damn. Congrats. Yeah. And his goalie from the World Cup, Emmy Martinez, he got goalie of the year. And his dad came out and received the award with him. And it was really sweet oh, and cute. touching. Yeah. So that's that. Congrats, Messi. We're not surprised. Second story is okay. This is actually. This is I got up. into this story. Yeah, yeah, this is crazy. The Denver Broncos defeated Kelsey's Kansas City Taylor Swift Chiefs 24-9 at Empower Field at Mile High in Denver on Sunday, snapping the longest active win streak against a single team in the NFL. They had not won. The Broncos have not defeated the Kansas City Chiefs in eight years. That's insane. And it was a game that 
Taylor was not at. Taylor was not in attendance. And now the NFL is putting up stats of Travis Kelsey for when Taylor is and isn't there all the time. And that's like what's most talked about. So now the joke is like, will the Chiefs be asking Taylor to come to all the games now to ensure a win? It was also reported (laughs) that Taylor Swift did fly to Kansas City to console Travis after this loss because it it was a big loss. And his stats, like, remember last week we reported that he did like 142 yards last game, which is just like unheard of. This week he did 46 without Taylor. She has to be at every game now. She has to be at every game. So, again, Taylor Swift put Travis on the map. Damn. I rest my case. (laughs) I need a gravel. Not gravel. A gavel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, do you have any thoughts on that? I my thoughts are that I think, but it's like anything. Like, when you know your girl's in the crowd, you're going to play a little bit better. As for the superstition. Do you think it's the same for Patrick Mahomes? Like, if Britney's in the stands or not? Do you think his stats change? No. He has to tune her and her his brother out anyway, so no. Yeah, I think if this was a more like common thing, yeah. it would be pointed out. But yeah. this is obvious. This is very clear. And but I mean, you know, guys tend to play better when they know their girl is watching. And you know, this and people in sports are very superstitious. Like they wear the same shirt, they wear it backwards, like shit like that. So I think so this right. is going to create a weird dynamic between Chiefs fans and Taylor because now when yeah. she's not at a game and they lose, they're going to come for her. They are going to come yeah, for her. Yeah, and that's it's just not fair. It's just like she can't put the Kansas City Chiefs on her back. She's already put the economy on her back. Like her back is full. Okay, you guys. Let the woman relax. Oh, man. So, yeah. Did you see, too, we saw that uh, Taylor Swift is Travis Kelsey's lock screen? I did not see that. He was at a World Series game. Is the World Series going on right now in baseball? Good question. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, it is. Off- it is. It is. Okay, he was at a World Series game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, they played Shake It Off because now wherever Travis Kelsey goes, they're going to play Taylor Swift to see his reaction, to get the video, to get the likes, the views, the publicity. Yeah. So he was like dancing like this to shake it off with his phone in his hand. And his phone basically like covers the whole screen. But at the very top, you could see like girls. This is, this is, Swifty should replace the FBI. The Swifties screenshotted him doing that zoomed in and they were like we'd recognize these bangs anywhere <laughs> bangs they're the ultimate super sleuths like internet sleuthing they should replace the fbi swifties are like if you want to figure if the fbi needs to find somebody through like their internet history or their computer history hire a couple of swifties hire a team of swifties half the price of an fbi agent and yeah. they'll be able to find Just them give in them a couple tickets hours. yep yeah buy a Taylor them- swift ticket Taylor merch and Taylor tickets, loyal, loyal employees. They'll find your man. They'll find him in 0.5 seconds flat. <laughs> oh, man. Icons only. Okay, well, that does it for us, you guys. Thanks so much for listening and hanging with us today or whatever day it is that you're listening to. Well, that made sense. Doesn't matter what day I could have just said today. Right? Thanks for listening to us today. I didn't need to say in every other day. You didn't. You didn't. You were good originally, okay. but it's all right. Yeah. Thanks for hanging with us today. We love you so much.
much. If you want to hang with us some more, you can follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube. I think it's a real treat watching us on YouTube. It's just like a lot of people have told us that listening to us is like FaceTiming with their friends. Yeah. YouTube. We'll, be, we'll face there you go we can you can see our faces and our facial expressions and the actual look on Lindsay's face when she was terrified when gonzo came into the room i will we'll clip that that that's actually a perfect reel for us to post tomorrow for halloween oh it is good job gonzalo yeah okay well thanks gonzo okay love you guys hope you have a fabulous rest of your day rest of your life see you next week later 